HD Smartcast. You are listening to an HD Smartcast original. What drives us today? I'm sure it's not money anymore. It's innovation, creativity, empathy, and inclusivity. These are some of the words we come across in the corporate world today. But who are these people who are responsible for such a drastic change and how did they come to these life altering conclusions Let's find out on HT Smartcast leadership lessons I'm your host Swati and continuing my journey of 18 years I'll be talking to the best thought leaders CEOs and top managers to understand how they build their teams companies solutions and themselves Like me if you wish to nurture the hidden leader in yourself Tune into this HT Smartcast original. Have you ever been to the DLF South Court Mall in Delhi? Have you ever entered the Kiran Nada Museum of Arts there? It's a different world. कुछ अलग ही जगह है. Well, today I have with me the woman behind this world of art, Kiran Nada. Kiran Nada is the chairperson of Kiran Nada Museum of Art and a trustee of Shiv Nada Foundation. She's done a lot. I'm excited about this one. आज हम उनसे बात करेंगे अबाउट हर पैशन एंड हाउ शी ट्रांसलेटेड इट इन टू हर वर्क हाई मैम वेलकम टू माई पॉडकास्ट एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट लीडरशिप लेसन वी आर हैप्पी टू हैव यून दी शो एंड इट इज प्लेजर एंड डिलइट टू हैव यून दी शो एंड वुमेन ऑफ योर कैलिबर एंड कैडर ऑन दी शो सो मैम आर्ट हैज बीन समथिंग विच इज नॉट वेरी क्लोज टू मी ऑनेस्टली I'm not really learned into it so having you on the show is like learning a lot along with you know what I've done. So the first question that really comes to my mind is uh, the museum has been there for some 12 years now and you've achieved tremendous things throughout uh, the journey. Would you want to kind of you know just take us through the journey of these 12 years how it all started what was the thought and uh, uh, where it is today? Yeah sure. You know, the museum started uh, actually. We I not just entered that twelfth year. The thought of setting up a museum started about four or five years before that. I never imagined that it was going to be such a large venture and that I was going to go so deep into it. Mm-hmm. It started because I felt I had works that were in storage. I needed to do something more meaningful. I would like them to be uh, put into a public. space where they could be viewed by people so that's where the museum uh, first uh, took its i mean the the thought entered my mind mm-hmm. and um, but by the time i really got down to doing it it was 2010 and we started it in a space in in the hcl uh, campus mm-hmm. um and uh, so uh, our first exhibition was an exhibition called open doors and uh, but within a year of that mm. exactly a year later we started our second space okay. which was uh, in sake at uh, at a mall um because i felt that we needed to be closer to to the public so we started sake within a year later mm-hmm. and so it was in a mall it is in a mall and we came in for a fair amount of criticism mm-hmm. for starting a museum in a mall because a lot of people felt that that wasn't appropriate mm-hmm. 
but for me it was important to have a space that was easily accessible and we would get the required footfalls so that's why we started in a mall and also uh, space was not easily available so we had to look at what we could do so it was self funded now we are in the process of setting up a standalone museum mm-hmm. which is being built uh, it's going to be uh, on the NH8 mm-hmm. uh, opposite the Aerocity mm-hmm. and uh, the architect is Sir David Adjay who is a, a very very well known yeah architect from Ghana but lives in the between UK USA and Ghana so he is the architect of this project and he is starting the ground breaking soon uh, that's been an interesting journey of 12 years ma'am but of all the things uh, the thought which comes to mind is you could have thought of starting something else why suddenly art art and technology does not really come uh, too close so why was it art with all the resources well um let's be clear i'm not a technology person mm-hmm. technology uh, was my husband's uh, field i was working for an advertising agency but i started collecting art for my home and soon i had enough artwork to show uh, within the house and then i was showing it at chef's office and i still had more things and i felt i got interested in art mm-hmm. and i felt there was a paucity of private museums and yeah. somebody should do something uh in setting about it up. and get it to the people so art was uh, i have a lot of interest I'm very interested in sport. Uh, oh. I'm very interested. I play. I'm a national, international level bridge player. So there were, there are still many areas that I am involved with, even within the foundation. But art was my. Baby. Yes, I think art was your calling. When somebody else was trying to achieve something else, you opted yeah. for something uh, different. Amazing. Now. Um, how did you actually identify the gap between the art and the sustainability i mean uh, how did both the things come together would you like to talk about some examples uh, how uh, both the things uh, encourage sustainability in art and design and knma is working towards it is where what i can really see well knma decided that they were going to follow the art trajectory and mm-hmm. uh, we went towards both the moderns and the contemporary mm-hmm. so we felt both areas um, needed to be shown mm-hmm. so when we talk about sustainability mm-hmm. it's not an easy task because yeah. there are two things one the interest in art in india especially in delhi is not great you know bombay or calcutta have a much larger art going population delhi okay. is more bureaucratic so yeah. to get our main endeavor was to get footballs hmm. and that was the main task that uh, i took upon myself mm-hmm. and while we have succeeded to some extent i would really say we need to do more we need to get more footballs and that is an endeavor that we are going to follow as far as sustainability on side of acquisition how i mm-hmm. was able to acquire 
Well, where there's an interest and where there's a will, there's a way. So completely agree. When you really want to do something, you yeah. get there. The universe comes along to get you that thing. And the point that you really mentioned that Delhi may art ki itni value nahi hai. Matlab value is a wrong word. Maybe I will say that uh, people have more interest nahi hai. So I agree. And I think that's how I started with mine. So for me, interviewing and being with somebody on a topic like art is 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 a lot understanding about art and uh, getting to a lot more things which you would not have known otherwise. What attracts you to an artwork, ma'am? Uh, what are your favorite artworks from the KNMA collection, which you would want to talk about? You know, this is—I'm um, very intuitive mm-hmm. in my um, selection of artworks. Okay. Uh, I started collecting at a time when my knowledge of art was not as uh, it is today. Mm. I mean, today I think I have. Uh, learned a lot more, I've read, I've, I've looked, I've studied. Mm. But I'm talking about, say, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. it was more instinctive. Mm. I would see a painting and I would say, oh, I really want that. I really think that would be an important addition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that time it was my home. Mm. I wasn't really saying for a museum. Hmm. But uh, it continues to be strongly uh, personal-based. Even today, when I see something, I'm able to uh, react to it positively or not so positively. And uh, so, as far as um, acquisitions are concerned for the Hmm. business, I am really the uh, mainstay of acquisitions. The most of the acquisition is what I relate to. Of course, I do take advice. It's not that I'm, you know, I don't take advice from my directors, curators. I do. But still, the final decision is mine. So I think uh, it's like uh, whatever vibes with you, if I can just sum it up, whatever vibes with your heart and mind, you would want to put your money and stakes on. And also, you asked me a simple a question about my favorite works. Hmm. You know, it's very hard. That's really hard because it's like babies. You can't say it's your favorite. <laughs> I'm sure. Time. But let me tell you the you know some artists who are very very uh, important in there. One is of course Ravi Varma, hmm. um, uh, because I think as a figurative artist, what hmm. he's able to achieve is quite phenomenal. Hmm. The other artists, of course, are from from the moderns, which are like uh, Souza, mm. Aza, these artists. And then there is an artist who is uh, an abstract artist, and that is Daitunde. Okay. So these are some of the artists that I'm just uh, mentioning. Of course, there are contemporary artists like Subodh Gupta and um, uh, Ram- Rameshwar Juta. All these, all these are names are, I'm sure, big names. For me, I do understand the different kinds of arts, but none of these people I would have heard. So I'm just making my own set of notes to kind of Google about them later and then understand more about uh, the paintings they would have done. So do that. Sure, I would surely do that. Nadas are acknowledged for their transformational contributions and philanthropic 
initiators in the society now as a family how do you kind of all come together endorse each other's work and be walking together in this space you know i think we have been very lucky in this because um this all really stemmed from my mother in law mm-hmm. um she died many years ago she died died in 2002 mm-hmm. but during her lifetime she told my husband that he must pay back to society in some measure mm-hmm. um so he decided to set up um the engineering college in chennai the shimnadu mm-hmm. ssm yeah. so that was named after my father in law and that was the first philanthropic venture we went into mm-hmm. it is now uh, i think it was set up uh, many years ago in right? 1994 as i can remember mm-hmm. then uh, so we are all doing different forms of philanthropy um you know, education is a major major strategy mm-hmm. we have the vidya gyan school program mm-hmm. which uh, is run by my daughter rishi mm-hmm. um this is uh, education for the underprivileged but bright students to mm-hmm. up who have a family income of less than 1 lakh Mm-hmm. uh annual family income okay and it's completely free it's a boarding school on on the equivalent of a sanar or a doom school mm-hmm. the infrastructure and the facilities the students get okay in fact this year one of our students has got a full scholarship to stanford interesting yeah mm-hmm. for his undergrad which is really it is really heartening yes so that is the other major uh aspect then of course we have the shivnada university in delhi in, in greater noida mm-hmm. and uh, so that is uh, being handled currently my son in law is quite involved with that aspect so we as a, and of course then i got the kennada museum of art then we've got other schools which are uh, in education uh, in delhi there are three schools so mm-hmm. education and even art in a sense mm-hmm. is linked to education that is involved in building the foundation of the country so if yes. somebody and talks education it is foundation and nothing can be better than giving a better foundation to all the underprivileged kids so one of the amazing works i mean if uh, me being asked i would say uh, education really helps ma'am uh, when i actually went to you know understanding more about knma i was going through uh, some uh, research on the work and the website you know i could see a lot of other things that you keep doing the exhibitions there are workshops and there are other things that you keep doing for the kids and the parents and i think that also kind of increases your bandwidth to reach out to the people now what's the intent there uh, what was the thought why you started all that uh, and uh, Uh, where do you intend to take it further and what is in it for uh, my listeners in terms of who all can go who all can participate what are the other things available apart from the paintings and the uh, museum that is there for them okay uh, so let me uh, say one thing our interest is to galvanize people to mm-hmm. come into the museum mm-hmm. of course and see the shows but also get interested in art and this comes a lot from getting students 
hmm. um, activated, and getting them to do programs, um, maybe paint books, maybe hmm. um, let us say we had a show of um, glass paintings. So if we can teach these uh, these things in courses, mm-hmm. this becomes a way of interest. Uh, and also, then we've been through this two years of COVID, mm-hmm. where everything had Just to go out. Yes, and so we tried to do as many programs that could get interest of people who were not able to go to the museum. Mm-hmm. but would have an interest in getting some uh, experience in different art forms in different things that they could um, get engaged with even though the pandemic didn't allow people to visit the museum there was enough that was happening we put our shows some of the shows there were virtual put, tours also i could yeah, see we had virtual not important virtual shows that uh, we had a big show of Zarina. Mm-hmm. Zarina is a contemporary artist who died just before the pandemic. And we had a major show of hers. So we put it into the virtual space. And we showed a lot of our virtual shows. So the way of engagement mm. is going to be, to a large extent, virtual as the world gets back on its feet. Mm. And museum going is going to be both uh, virtual and real. So we have to pay emphasis. And I think nothing can beat uh, the experience of going and uh, looking at your favorite painting yourself. I mean, virtual tours and everything, what we would have done and in the future also will continue for a lot of people who are not within the city. But going and experiencing the whole ambience, uh, the thought that the painter would have put through is in itself uh, mesmerizing. You're absolutely right. There's no comparison to really seeing your work. But um, we have a situation that we have to also travel with. Yes. After the two years, ma'am, have you seen any significant changes in the Indian art post-COVID? So, um, we thought that during COVID, Mm -hmm. the art market was going to really slump Mm. uh, because uh, it was all such uncertain times. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, when, uh, you know, there was a big slump in 2008 with Lehman Brothers, Mm. when Lehman Brothers crashed. And the art market had really taken a victim. So Mm -hmm. we were all a bit apprehensive that Mm. what would happen. But strangely enough, art did not take a beat. In fact, art went up during this mm-hmm. And more good work started coming out, but the prices was, were also impacted. not low. Yeah, oh, they, were okay. they were not impacted. Okay, they, I were not be, they would have been impacted because the we economy thought, was changing. We thought, but a bit like the share market, which has mm-hmm. not been impacted, mm. the art market was also not. Interesting. So that's uh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, as far as work is concerned, mm-hmm. some artists have done um, works based on the pandemic. We are having a show of Atul Dodia, mm-hmm. which will open on the 22nd of March. Okay. He has done watercolors during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. He's done about 300 and some watercolors, oh, virtually oh. one a day oh. during the early pandemic. 
So we are showing about um, say 350 works of his mm-hmm. just as a as a story of the pandemic and how it affected one important artist. So I think it will be a good experience for people to see, to see. A lot of people have been very touched by it. Yeah. And some people have uh, expressed it and they've all expressed it in different ways. Mm-hmm. You know they've been stuck in their studios or in their homes. Mm. not being able to go out so uh, the expression of and this has only been with contemporary artists you can't you know, the moderns mm. half of them are not even and most of them are not alive so their expressions are not possible yeah. but in contemporary art there is a lot of things happening so yes ma'am art is an expression i'm sure a lot of the people who are paintings are not getting expressed at a museum but are also painting something maybe a circle a line or any colors whatever keeps them happy so absolutely. that's another form of art people are picking up to keep themselves happy at home yes absolutely so i think I'm people are, some i think people are, are engaging themselves in yes. their creative life actually yes. everybody is looking for their happiness so uh, art to me is happiness because uh, if the colors give you happiness expressing so everybody is expressing in a different way so uh, this covid time have actually seen where people had so much of stress they just could not go out everybody looked at expressing in some form and that's the time the best of the works in any form comes out yeah absolutely sure your exhibition on 22nd will be fabulous and um, i'll be happy to come ma'am if you please like come. that please come i'll be happy to come okay KNMA has been doing a lot of collaborations both nationally and internationally. So what are these kind of collaborations and what's next on the cards of uh, KNMA? The first major collaboration we did was uh, an artist called Nasreen Mohammadi. Mm-hmm. Nasreen Mohammadi was a Baroda artist. Okay. And um, she died quite young. She was I think 50 59 or so. and she had not been promoted as such i mean she was well known but she hadn't got the fame that she has today mm-hmm. and we had a show of hers mm-hmm. uh, and at the show we had uh, a visit from the director of the rhina sofia madrid mm-hmm. and manuela and manuela loved the show and mm-hmm. he said i'd like to take it to madrid oh and then he spoke to the the met royal it was a part of the metropolitan mm-hmm. they were launching the met royal mm-hmm. and so the met royal the exhibition first went to rhina sofia and then it went to met royal mm-hmm. and it was the launching show for the met royal so it was a major major effort for us yes and to get uh, such a major show shown in two big museums mm-hmm. um and we were a, it was a three way partnership between mm-hmm. the met royal the rhina sofia and us so that was our first major foray into uh, sending our works out then we had a show of jayshree chakravarti also in paris mm-hmm. it was at the musee gimey and uh, it wasn't a very large show mm-hmm. but it launched a different artist i mean she was a known artist but her work was shown and after that she's got a lot of uh, visibility and and 
We also loaned works to the uh, Tate. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a show of Bhupen Thakkar, and we had uh, sponsored part of that show. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had also loaned them some works from our collection. So that was another show that we were involved with. I think art needs a lot of uh, more uh, funding. Uh, the governments have to take it up seriously along with the other things that they pick up. Do you see, ma'am, there is a lot of uh, scope in there. And uh, I'm sure if governments, they put in their efforts, a lot of artists who actually move away from India or do not get their creds of doing good work may be able to do better with their lives and showcase much better taste to the market. Yes. And actually, something good happened this last week from mm-hmm. the government mm. the ministry of culture held a, a seminar on reimagining the museums oh. and it was two day it was a two day seminar and they had some i think 30 to 40 speakers in the museum field both national and international and it was a very good i mean it was very well documented and it was a very good endeavor and so i am hopeful that they will be moving in a far more positive way with we got a new secretary a new minister a new mm-hmm. secretary and i think they're taking good initiative and i'm hopeful mm-hmm. that things will go forward and we'll have a better working arrangement for public private and for doing things you know there's so many national museums yeah. which could be which can have public endeavor helping them yes so in all ways we hope this is going to be a positive i'm sure with the interest of the government and people like you uh, who've been investing their time money resources heart whatever it takes to actually take the art up i'm sure uh, in the coming years there'll be a better future for the artist and india will also be looked at at a, uh, in a great way for the arts uh, opportunity for people to actually even do the cross exhibitions in india uh, the way we are actually going internationally outside there's a lot of work kenami has been doing behind the doors and uh, let's hear it from kiran nadar what actually they've been doing uh, would you talk some interesting things that ma'am you've been talking just before the interview uh, you've been doing okay i need to also tell you two more things that i didn't so we ma'am. did a film we did a film for documenta mm-hmm. which was amar kanwar's film we okay. sponsored that film it's okay. a, it's a semi feature film the two hour production and was shown in documenta so that is another meet and this year we're doing a project of a young artist mm-hmm. a sponsoring project because he needs funding so as much as we can take on these endeavors we do so then that's going to document interesting yeah thank you so much ma'am for all the information and knowledge that you've given to us about kenma a lot of understanding about art artists and how the people of india are responding to it uh, happy to have you on the show and thank you so much again thank you very much that's it for now i hope this episode on hd smartcast leadership lessons will lead you into a better future 
If you have any questions or requests, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm Swati Garg from Fever FM. To get featured on this podcast, write to us at podcast at the rate hindustantimes.com. For the latest information on my podcast, follow us at HT Smartcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Clubhouse, YouTube and LinkedIn. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com or suno nai nazariye se. This was an HT Smartcast original. HT Smartcast.